For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Welcome, everyone, to the Ambitious Hipster Program. My name is John Warren, and I'm going to be your host on this wild ride. Now, some of you are wondering, what is an ambitious hipster? What does that even mean? Um, I don't know either, uh, to be completely honest with you. I just, it sounded cool, so and it seems marketable as fuck. So I thought, fuck, why not? Let's just, let's let's call myself the ambitious hipster. This podcast is going to be a general make you feel good kind of podcast i'm hopefully it'll put a smile on your face and uh that's kind of my goal um my name obviously like i said at the top of the program is john warren i'm a 32 year old man who lives in atlantic canada and is currently just kind of waiting out this whole covid situation life has been kind of put on pause so i just thought fuck why not if somebody can do a podcast, why not me, right? I got some stuff to talk about. So that's what I'm going to do here today. I'm going to talk about some stuff, and hopefully you guys listen, you find me interested, and you guys come back for another round. This uh, podcast is going to be a little bit about everything. Uh, one week it might be about spirituality and books. Next week it might be about cats. I do have four of them, so I do know quite a bit about it. Next week, it could be just cracking jokes with my buddy Chris or talking books with my friend Christine. Who knows? That's kind of what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be never the same because I feel like podcasts are always just one subject, kind of get dull and boring at times. So I think why not switch it up a little bit? And one of the things that I think find me so interesting is that I, I tend to find a silver lining out of every bad problem. And I think that's just kind of my nature, my mentality. But I also find things very funny. And fuck, this is starting to sound like a dating profile. <laughs> like I'm like I'm on eHarmony or something. Like I'm trying to get you to fucking suck my dick. Um, <laughs> switching switching notes. Um, my first subject that I'm going to talk about today is professional wrestling. And it's something that's near and dear to me. It's something that has kind of helped me get through some rough times, some rough patches in my life. And one of the all-time greats is retired. 30 years in the industry. I was two years old when this guy debuted, The Undertaker. The Undertaker finally called it quits. Probably, you know, five years ago, probably should have. But 30 years. Um, What an amazing career. I'll never forget being at my dad's friend's house in 1993 watching the Royal Rumble and him losing a casket match to Yokozuna. And my dad hammered at the time, screaming at the top of his lungs at me. This is this this is your favorite wrestler and he's fucking dead, John. He's fucking dead. And I just remember looking at him like with this stunned look on my face like, all right, dad, chill out. It's just a wrestling match. But... It's one of those things that kind of just brought me and my dad together. Um, one thing about this podcast and 
later episodes you might hear about is that me and my dad never had the greatest relationship but we bonded over things like professional wrestling or cracking jokes and maybe that's kind of the reason why my humor is the way it is but i want to get to the subject i'm going to get to today and i'm just going to talk about a little bit about myself in the aspects of where i grew up and how i grew up and how i became spiritually inclined the way i am today and just the journey there um i grew up in a small little town in southern british columbia and at 21 years old i decided to move to atlantic canada with nothing but the shoes on my feet and the clothes on my back and nothing but kind of a dream in a way and dreams did come true when i came out here some dreams kind of turned into other dreams and one of those dreams was i wanted to be a professional wrestler and it was going great it was going great until i got dumped on my head and i got a serious concussion and i kind of had to realize that this just was not the life for me at the time i didn't like to work out i wasn't into eating right so literally it was just not going to work out for me i didn't have the discipline i didn't have the habits to make that dream come true which is fine because i feel like it it pointed me in the direction that i'm most passionate about and that's cooking and helping people and i feel like that's what this podcast should be about is helping people and so at 21 years old your dream that you've thought since you were 10 you know about being a pro wrestler gets crushed and you don't really have any direction And I just remember meeting my then future wife, future ex-wife actually, and being mesmerized and that kind of helped me get through some things. And I just remember being on the back burner of what do I want to do with my life and not really knowing and just kind of tailgating my way through life. And at that time I ballooned out to about... 400 pounds and i'd gotten married and things were good but they weren't the greatest they could be better and i just started realizing i wasn't happy and i was a chef at the time still am to this day even though i'm mixing with different things but i was a chef at the time and i was working for this place and it was a nice nice place the owners were fucking insane But I just remember working there and I was there for about five years and then I got promoted to being a kitchen manager. I did that for about three and I remember hating, I just hating it, hating my life, both professionally and personally. And as my, as my marriage was crumbling, I thought to myself, I need to go home. So I went home to British Columbia and I just kind of get my centered and that's kind of where my journey to spirituality began. It was one of those things where I just kind of need to go home and figure out like what I needed. And I had this weird connection to the universe at that time. And so when I got home, I actually tore the ligaments in my leg and then uh, my marriage ended. And then uh, the place that I was working shut down with no notice and literally all this happened probably within a month month and a half of each other 
and it left me broken and bitter. But I remember going to church that one one day and thinking, okay, well, I need to heal and God can heal me. And not really kind of even knowing what God is in that aspect. And I remember this lady like started mouthing me off because I was bald and I had a beard. And she, I remember her telling me, who do you think you are? What, what part of you needs to be here? You don't believe in God. And I just remember thinking to myself, no, you're right. I don't. I don't need to be here. I don't need to be around hypocritical people like you. And so it motivated me. and motivated me in the sense of I need to figure out who I was. And so I started getting fit at the time and I started losing weight and all these things started happening. But I realized that like spiritually I was still kind of empty. And then my friend Christine moved out here and I have been friends with her for God, probably 15, 16 years. And I just remember she's a very spiritual person and I just remember her telling me about the universe and me just really digging it. And I remember downloading the Calm app uh, just just because I saw it and I sent it, oh, that sounded cool, and never really opening it. And it being about meditation and getting kind of centered with the, the universe. And all these things started happening. And I started becoming one with myself. And meditating really helped me do that. And ever since then, I started meditating an hour in the morning, every morning. And it's something that helps me in the sense of it helps me center myself, but it also helps me get over deliberations that I have and make choices that I find are hard to make because, quite honestly, not everything in this world is going to come to you easily. And you do need to find that inner self to help you get through those tough times. And I feel like that's what meditation does to me. Um, obviously, with COVID happening right now, we're stuck in the house. And that's that can also be hard too, uh, especially people who have substance abuse issues and those types of things. Or, you know, obviously, to a certain extent, you know, other abuse issues and that kind of thing. And I'm not thinking advocating that meditation is going to help you get over your alcohol addiction at all but it might help center you in the sense of it may find you inner peace like it did with me another thing too i found that started to help me was reading more reading and one of the books i want to talk about today that i just loved i crushed it in about three days is matthew mcconaughey's green light book and just like the story, like, I, when I bought it, I thought, okay, here comes one of these Hollywood guys that, you know, is going to tell you, oh, you just got to believe in yourself, and you just got to do this, and you got to do that, but it was completely the opposite. Shared some of his stories from his childhood and adolescent years and that type of thing, and it was one of these things, but ever so often in the book, he would stop you with, and he would hit you with these tags taglines and certain things like bumper stickers he calls them and stuff like that and he's just such a chill guy but one of the things i really really loved about him and i found fascinating about him was that his take on the world and his take on what he calls red lights and how to make them green 
So a perfect example of that would be, say you don't get the promotion you want at work and you feel like you worked hard, but you just, you're not getting appreciated. Well, it's a red light, is it not? Okay. Well, bust your ass. Figure out what's making you not get to that next level. Because as soon as you figure that out, that red light is going to turn to a green light. And it's just that simple. And I know some people are probably thinking to yourself, that is the dumbest fucking advice I've ever heard in my life. But it works for a lot of things. You know, um, I was talking to a friend earlier today, talking about doing this podcast, actually. And I realized that, like, it's probably not going to be the greatest. I'm not going to be Joe Rogan day one. But can I eventually get to a point where I feel comfortable on the mic? 100% I can. Um, but it's going to take time and it's going to take screw ups and it's going to take, you know, me listening to the sound of my own voice and cringing when I hear this audio back. But at the same time, you know, that's, that's just part of the journey. You know, it's, it's like working out and thinking, okay, day one, I'm going to get as buff as Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, you know, two days in, you're like, well, I gave it all my all. Why, why, why aren't I as big as him? You know, things take time and things need to progress and you need to get better at things. And I think that's one of the best things I find about this planet is this planet gives you anything you want, but you got to be willing to take the risks and take the hits for it. Um, for example, if you want a million dollars, you fucking work your ass off. Get that million. You know, it's it's not a, impossible is it hard? 100% hard. Everything is hard in this world. Anything is hard if it's worth doing. And I know that may not make sense now, but it's the truth. You know, people don't just get handed things. You have to work for everything. And the people who do get handed these certain opportunities in life, yeah, sure. It might be nice to be them, but you know what? I would never trade in my calloused hands or my work boots any day for somebody who wakes up and not knows what it's like to go and grind and work hard because it gives me a better appreciation. There's so many people in this planet that have been dealt bad hands but have busted their ass and worked hard. And I can't really go through the logic of somebody who doesn't understand that you need to work hard for the things that you want. I just don't understand it. Maybe that's just me, but who knows, you know? It another thing that I find is like that is working out, going to the gym. Going to the gym to me has been personally a life changer. It has helped my mental health, has left obviously my physical health, but it's, it's given me a chance to connect with myself and appreciate myself. And one of the guys that I work out with, he tells me all the time, it's not about gym. Gym memberships is, it's not about the membership. It's what you get when you sign up. Gives you access to the Iron Church, the paradise, the Iron Paradise, if you call it, the Sanctuary of Sweat. Um, it's the iron bug that everybody searches for when they go in there. Um, and some people get bit by it, some people don't. But it's one of those things where it's you don't have to show up 
if you don't want to. But you get what you put in. Going there is not going to make you fit. Putting the work in is. Busting your ass, going in day out, day out, day in, day out, sorry, and sweating and just loving the grind of it and the callus on your hands and the thought of pushing yourself between sets and doing things that you never thought you were going to be able to do. That's what I love about fitness and that's what I love about this planet is that things happen for you if you want to make them happen. They're not going to just happen for you though if you just sit around and you eat a bag of chips and you cry about your life. I can't stand people who do that. It just makes no fucking sense to me at all. And it drives me absolutely bananas. But maybe that's why you're here. Maybe this is the reason why you've chosen this podcast. Who knows? Um, This was the debut episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. It's a little short. Hopefully we'll we'll go to... uh, We'll... Episodes will get longer as things progress, but uh, for now, this is this is it. Me signing off, and uh, we'll talk to you later, guys. Peace. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner. Or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal. A safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller. I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer. (laughs) Piano tuner or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.